Thank you, Tim, and good morning. Uh, another few months at work for you, another few weeks at work for you. Uh, the chief operating officer in the Clark County School District. Before that, some time at the University of Georgia. Fill out the resume for us. So, Tim, I spent 30-plus um, years at University of Georgia as director of facilities. Um, I was over all campus buildings and facilities there. I had about 500 employees that reported to my particular department. I retired in uh, April of 2019. And then I went and worked for the Clark County School District as the chief operating officer. I thought I was going to retire, but I was asked to come on in that position. So I've been in that position for the last three years. And May of this year, I will be retiring at the um, end of May. Now, what, is that, what does that job entail? What does it look like when you're doing it? So as the chief operating officer for the Clark County School District, um, transportation reports to me, IT, um, plant services, our splash um, program, our custodian department. So, again, large number of people. Uh, we in campus, uh, we touch everything within the Clark County School District with nutrition, with um, cleaning the buildings, with repairing the buildings, and then our splash where we're building new schools. So all those um, department heads um, report directly to me. You know, and I promise we'll talk about your campaign for commission here in a moment. But I'm fascinated by the timing of, of walking into that job. You might have walked in, and, and you did. You retired from UGA, what, 2019? So yes. a couple of years in the Clark County School District. They might have been more or less, I, I don't like the word, they might have been routine. Turns out they were anything but. Uh, you, you walk in, and about the time you do, the, the pandemic hits, and everything yes. goes sideways. And you had to, I'm sure, had to reinvent some things and recalibrate and reconfigure some things. We did. Um, our staff did a tremendous job making sure that um, once our students came back, that our schools were um, well clean. Our buses were wiped down on a daily basis so our kids can drive. Um, we made sure that we purchased all the PPD supplies and make sure that our teachers, our students needed everything they needed in order for them to uh, function in their classrooms. So, it was, you know, it was something that we have never experienced in our lifetime. So we were sort of just trying to do the best that we can to make sure that we kept everybody um, healthy and safe. And for the most part, uh, mission accomplished as far as we, we, did, we, we look at the data. And it seems like you, you did well enough in that regard. We did a great job. You know, we had input from our parents, input from our teachers. So it was um, what I would call a great community um operation where everybody has the input in how we make this happen. All right, Dexter Fisher, again, uh, retiring, that is, from the Clark County School District, uh, what, May, the end of the current school year, and jumping into a race for a seat on the Athens-Clark County Commission. What, you one of those guys can't sit still? I can't sit still. I've never been one who can sit down and just sit in a rocking chair and watch my life rock away. I always have to be involved, and that's sort of how I was brought up. Grew up in the state of South Carolina. Um, I'm a civil rights baby. Um, my mom took me everywhere um, during the civil rights movement. So I'm always about giving back, always about trying to help. So that's why I decided to jump into this race. Could probably talk the rest of the morning about those years and those experiences. I'm remembering my own. I was uh, somewhere between the second and third grade. I did the first couple of years, Northside Elementary School down in Cairo, Georgia. Third grade, they shipped me over to Southside. What do I know? One school to another. Wait a minute, there's a lot of black kids here. What, what's this about? And, and, of course, my mother, my parents, my family, everybody knew what was happening. I'm in the third grade. What do I know? Uh, what were those years like for you as a kid growing up in that environment? Well, for me, you know, we integrated schools in, in my particular community in 1972. And that About was a big, the same time. Yeah, so that was a big deal. Um, and we had some issues. Um, actually, we ended up having a riot mm. um, in the school because I think the administrators there did not prepare for come, bringing everybody together. Um, and it was a big deal. We had the riot. 
Um, and after we got everything calmed down, my mom was one of the parents who they brought in a group of parents, both black and white, to try to work out the differences and what can we do to move forward. So my mom was part of that committee to um, help to smooth things over and try to make sure that um, as kids that we all can go to school together and function together. But it was a trying time, a difficult time, but it, you know, it helped shape the person that I am today on race relations and how things should work moving forward and how you can try to bridge the gap and try to work with everybody. So that getting involved at the community level, that's in your DNA. It's in my DNA. It's been in my DNA all my life, and that's all I know. Um, you know, everybody would come, you know, where I grew up at. Our house was sort of where everybody hung out at. You know, all the kids <laughs> in our neighborhood hung out at my place. My mom would feed people. And I, and I grew up in a single-parent home. Mm. Um, but um, our community was made up of people that supported me, supported all the kids in that neighborhood. And, and again, it made me the man that I am today. Something, and this is an observation, maybe you share, maybe not, Dexter Fisher, candidate for Athens Clark County Commission, that, that community involvement and the community engagement, do we still have that seems to be lacking? Or is that just, am I reading it wrong? Well, I think that's one reason I decided to run. You know, we got so much division in this country right now, in the state, even on the local level. Um, one of my um, mottos is, is bridging the gap. How do we bridge that gap? How do we build these bridges? People don't sit down and talk anymore, Tim, and, and that's unfortunate. You know, it, you know, you eat on the um, internet. You know, shooting um, dingers at people. <laughs> you know, you're on Instagram, but people need to sit down and have conversations. Hopefully, uh, if I'm elected, that would be one of the things that I want to do is try to bring a group of people together, sit down. How can we make Athens? Uh, a better community. I mean, we got to me now, we got a great community, but how do we make that better? And I think part of how you make that better is sit down and have a conversation and have honest conversations with people. Now, you're not always, you're not going to always agree, but at the same time, can we come to a common ground and see what we can do to make sure that Athens is the city that we want it to be? Well, Dexter Fisher, candidate District 3, Athens Clark County Commission, District 5, I should say, one of three candidates in District 5. The briefest of breaks back with more Classic Today, WGAU. The website, let me get it in front of me here, uh, Dexter, Dexter, D-E-X-T-E-R, Dexter 4, F-O-R, Commissioner. Dot com Dexter for Commissioner dot com. Now I was misspelling words, is why I couldn't find that address earlier, but I found it now, and there it is. Three things you want to talk about. I emphasize over the course of the campaign, uh, youth development being one of them. I, working all those years at the university, now in the Clark County School District, uh, talk about that. So I've seen um, some of the things that goes on, um, not only in higher ed, also K through twelve. But I think what's important is that we, as a community, really start help developing our youth. There's no secret that we got a gang issue in Athens Clark County. And we need to do a better job in engaging our young people in the community. Uh, one of the things that I like to see happening is um, with our um, rec centers. You know, can we leave those rec centers open longer to see that our kids can have access to those centers? Can we also bring in nonprofits that work with young people? And so I think there are some things that we need to do as a community and as a um, commission to make sure that these things are available to the young people. Because I tell you what, gangs... They are luring our kids into their culture. You know, I heard a report the other day, and it just speaks to the insidious nature of these gangs. They're actually recruiting younger and younger and getting the kids involved in crime at very young years, uh, knowing that the penalties a 12-year-old might face in, in our legal system be less than an 18-, 19-year-old. In fact, you go do the dirty work, 13-year-old, and that's actually one of the things they're doing now. And you're correct. So what we need to do, we need to do a better job than what the gangs are doing. You know, they, they lure them with money. 
No, because you can't outspend the gangs. We can't, but with love um, and all those things. But we need to do the same thing, though, as our in the community to make sure that they have access to the things that they need. You know, to engage young people, to keep them involved, you have to give them some incentive and say, hey, you know what, we can do this. For example, um, Chesson Community, mm. they do a great job of engaging those young people that that, that program works with. Um, Lillian Kinson, she has a program where she's teaching young girls how to sew. Um, you know, again, we got people that got bike trails. We got hiking trails. So there's a number of things that we can do to engage our young people. But we, first of all, we got to go get them. We got to bring them to these um, different areas to make sure that they enjoy what we're trying to provide for them. Uh, it goes hand in hand with another issue you want to address as an Athens Clark County Commissioner as a candidate. Now, the issue of crime in Athens, mm-hmm. gang related or otherwise, the, the 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 shootings that continue to happen on a somewhat frequent basis, the move by at least a couple of commissioners, unsuccessful as it turns out, to quote unquote defund the police department. In fact, in the most recent budget, have actually increased by a couple of million dollars public safety funding in Athens. Where are you on all this? Well, I would never uh, support uh, defunding our police department. Um, I spent a lot of time with Chief Sproul's. Um, matter of fact, the, um, we have a public safety department within the Clark County School District. We work hand-in-hand with the Athens Clark County Police Department. And to me, those men and women um, in the ACCPD do, do a great job of trying to help us with crime. I think I hate that Chief Sproul's is leaving. I hope we hire a great mayor, I mean a great um, chief moving forward. But we got to work hand-in-hand with our law enforcement. Um, we know crime will, get com- um, will be committed. Well, we need to work on how do we prevent those crimes from happening. And I think part of that is to make sure that our police officers are engaged in our communities. They know that community because what we do with our school districts and where our officers are involved, they're in the middle schools and they're in the high school. Our officers get an opportunity to interact with our um, students on a day-to-day basis. What that does is if there's something that's going to go down at school, more than likely that student is going to go to that officer and say, hey, this is about to happen. And that because they, they have, have there been specific instances, and maybe some things you can't talk about, mm-hmm. but have there been specific instances of that happening and crimes, uh, maybe bad ones being interrupted? Well, I think what has happened is, say if something happened on the weekend in a particular community, mm-hmm. and it might have involved some high schoolers or some middle school kids, what tends to happen then, those officers would pick up the phone and call our chief and say, hey, this went on this weekend. So just be prepared. When they all come back to school Monday, watch out for it. Yeah, watch out for it. Let's let's just be on the lookout. So those are the type of collaborations that we're doing with ACCPD and our police department uh, on the K-12. But, yeah, there have been um, times where a kid might say, hey, this kid, I thought a kid had a gun. Mm. They go to the officer. We go and check, and, you know, we find that gun, and, it, you know, Fortunate, you know, or unfortunate, it could, you know, could have caused a, a shooting in our school. Mm-hmm. So, but because a young person was aware of what was happening, they trusted that officer in that school to go to that officer to get that, you know, to get that information to them, and we, you know, averted, you know, a possible shooting in our schools. So those type of things that we rely on with our officers having a relationship with those students in our schools. To what extent, because this is new too, this wasn't an issue for you and me all those years ago, uh, social media now, the, the videos and the, the challenges that are out there and, so, and the threats that pop up on social media, is somebody actively looking for that stuff? We monitor those things along with the ACCPD. Like I say again, if they see stuff that's happening out in the community, they always look, especially if it involves um, 
um, K through 12 students. So yeah, so they monitor things like that. We may get a, you know, from a school perspective, we may get a hit, or one of our officers may see something, or a student may show up one of our officers something, and then mm. you know, then we'll respond to it in the right way. Now, I mean, it's called the World Wide Web for a reason. <laughs> Nobody could possibly see everything. Right. You, you depend on people yeah. spotting those things and pointing them out to you. Dexter Fisher, candidate for a seat on the Athens Clark County Commission District Five, to be precise. You mentioned also homelessness, uh, and again, personal interest here. My wife on the board of directors for the Bigger Vision Homeless Shelter. I've volunteered there over the years, a, 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 a cause near and dear to our hearts and, and to yours as well. I gather. You know about the effort now. The homeless encampment is going to become evidently in the next few weeks in Monster Reality out there on North Avenue. What do you think of that? And what what are we trying to accomplish? Are we trying to make people more comfortable in homelessness or are we trying to get them out of it? Well, I look at it both ways. And I visited the um, encampment um, last week. I went over and met Mr. Hardy, walked the camp, and he talked to me about you know, what they hope to accomplish. For me, what I would like to see is there should be some type of end game, for example, if somebody's homeless, then we should be looking for um, opportunities to get them in permanent housing. We should be looking for opportunities to get them jobs. We should be looking for opportunities if they got mental health or, or drug addiction problems. So we need to be able to try to help these individuals that may have become homeless based on who knows why they became homeless. Well, that's the thing. But, you, you you know the challenge. If you got got 100 different homeless people, you have, I don't know, 60 or 70 different reasons right. why they're homeless. Right. But um, to me, it has to be uh, my end game. Now, now that the camp is there, one thing I think we need to do is make sure it's successful. You know, now, can we sustain that over five, ten years? I was going to ask, I, how I, do I we define know. success? What, what's the, what's well, success? Well, if you live in the perfect world, success would be, you know, we'll get everybody out. Yeah, of nobody's homeless anymore. Yeah. But I'm hoping that the majority of those people that come to the uh, and they call it the first step. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully the majority of people that come to first step, that there's going to be a way for them to, again, get some type of permanent housing. And some of those folks may have jobs already, but then how can we better them? Do we need more education and training? How can we help them? Because some homeless people do have jobs. Mm-hmm. I think people don't realize that, right. you know, based on, you know, what they're mm-hmm. making. So, again, so I think – I just never thought about the fact that people um, – living outdoors for the rest of their lives. You know, so we need to... It's hard for all of us to comprehend that. If you and I became homeless today, our job, our effort would be to become unhomeless by the weekend. I mean, we we try to get back. There's some people, that's what they know, and maybe even as difficult as it may be what they want. Right, Well, and that may may be the case. So I would like to visit other communities that have dealt with homeless issues, have been successful, and see what they have done and see what those things work in our particular community. Um, one thing I do know is other counties are bringing their homeless folks here mm-hmm. to Athens Clark County and dropping them off. And I don't think that that should be happening. There is there some even, way to stop it? Well, I don't know. I mean, do we need to legislate something to make that happen? And again, that's something that those conversations we're going to need to have. If I'm on the commission, we need to be having those um, conversations. Again, running in District 5, uh, one of three candidates who qualified to run in District 5. The early voting starting May 2nd. Uh, election day proper may 24th uh, the website again dexter for the, the for dexter for commissioner.com information about dexter fisher and his campaign quickly uh not that much time left to get out there what have you been doing so far what do you plan to do moving forward we um we've been canvassing neighborhoods um and you know what and i love that piece uh, <laughs> we was in forest heights um Last Saturday, they did a block party for me, a meet and greet. I was playing basketball with kids. Um, <laughs> we were um, meeting people in that area. And, you know, for me, I'm going to be representing District 5. So I need to make sure that those um, 
um, people in District 5 can come to me and say, hey, I'm having these issues in my particular neighborhood. Best of luck out there. Dexter Fisher, Athens-Clark County Commission candidate, District 5. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate you having me.